0: Welcome back to St Kilda Talks 23.3, covering events this week in St Kilda, from Monday 20 March to Sunday 26 March. G'day, I'm Greg Day. You can get full details of these and many other events at our website, updated every Sunday. Visit g'daystkilda.com.au We start this week with some news from Council. Later, we'll preview this week's arts and music events and then end with a little local gossip. Last week, Council voted unanimously to approve a draft plan to create Victoria's first live music precinct in St Kilda. The precinct will streamline the way venues can get approval and the way residents can resolve concerns. It doesn't make substantial changes to live music regulation compliance or planning controls, but it will reduce the number of agencies involved and give all parties a one-stop concierge in council. You can read more at Twisk. But another music-related decision was much more contested. Council approved a plan to hold concerts on the St Kilda Triangle site in November this year and March next year. But these concerts, including the set-up and staging, lock up the Triangle car park for 80 days for 22 events. The loss of parking is strongly opposed by Fort Shore venues. In strident submissions to Council, the Stoke House described the temporary closure of the car park as a disaster. Likewise, Lunar Park operators feared the loss of bar- bus parking at their peak times. On the other hand, trader groups from both Ackland and Fitzroy streets were supportive of the concert. Following a similar theme, Council also heard passionate submissions to remove parklets in shopping strips now that the COVID crisis has eased. But Council also heard this passionate statement from Councillor Andrew Bond about the value of the Blessington Street parklets. We present that in full. It goes for about five minutes, but it's a pretty interesting listen.
1: I've been on this council for a a long time, some would say too long, (laughs) and and as a councillor you see a lot of things that this council does that makes you shake your head and just wonder why. Sometimes (laughs) to yourself, sometimes out loud. Much of what council does is criticised and sometimes that criticism is justified. But every now and then, Port Phillip Council gets it right. When COVID hit in 2020, this council proactively went out and opened our streets and our parks and our car parking spaces to our struggling businesses, and we got it right. We made a difference, not just to the businesses and to our residents, but also to the public realm of our city. A visible difference that endures to this day and a difference in both mindset of many of our residents and in some of our public infrastructure that I, that I hope much of which will become permanent in Port Phillip. A few weekends ago, I had the pleasure of sitting in one of these COVID parklets, a parklet in Blessington Street, St Kilda. I listened to some music as part of the St Kilda Blues Festival I had a drink, as I occasionally do on a warm Friday evening. However, this night was different, as I was joined by approximately 300 others in doing so. Mostly locals, I would say mostly over 40, and overwhelmingly over 50. Many singing and dancing and drinking in the Blessington Street parklet. The weather was warm, the night was perfect, the businesses were run off their feet serving these customers, and the liquor licence numbers were probably exceeded many times over. Such was the success of this parklet. But what a great night it was. At one stage I sat on my own with a wine and I took it all in for a moment. I watched people walk around the corner from Barclay Street or Midford Street, probably on their way home or way out and observed the look on their faces as they came across this vibrant scene. The looks were mostly surprise, which then turned into joy, which then turned into a selfie as this delightful and most unexpected gathering in Blessington Street they had just randomly wandered across wasn't real until it had been posted on Instagram or Facebook. So I texted someone a message that went along the lines of, Imagine you had just arrived in Barcelona or Madrid or Lisbon or Porto. You had just left your hotel to do some exploring for the evening. And a block later, you came across this scene of some 300 people drinking and dancing and listening to live music on a warm European evening. You would forever remember what a great city that was, for it gave you that personal experience and that lifetime memory you'd get home from that holiday and tell your friends about how they do outdoor drinking, dining and music so much better in Europe, and that all your friends must include a visit to Insert City Here on their next European holiday. But this wasn't Europe. This was St Kilda. This was Blessington Street on a random Friday evening in March. To see this place, Blessington Street, that started out as an idea during COVID which then morphed into a small activation precinct with an even smaller budget, finally work and become such a great space for locals to enjoy in such numbers is genuinely one of my proudest moments on this council. I listened hard that night to all the people talking and singing and having a great time. But amongst the noise, the conversation and the high notes on that evening, there was one thing I didn't hear. I listened hard, I really did, waiting for that sentence, but it never came. Not one person was heard to say, I wish I had those car parks back. There will always be someone against pretty much anything we seek to undertake here at Council. The Blessington Street Parklet was no different. People complained about the loss of car parks and the colours were terrible and the circles were too round. There were some that were never going to visit these shops again because they could no longer park their car right out the front of those businesses. Well, no one is saying that now. What I've heard since is why can't we do this in Blessington Street every Friday night? Or once a month at least. All I will say is we're working on it. And the businesses in Blessington Street, the people for whom this was initially done way back in 2020, now that they have seen all the possibilities wouldn't have it any other way. Aside from Blessington Street, there are many other great spaces in Port Phillip that have come out of the COVID-inspired parklets, such as the Northport Hotel, the Railway Club Hotel, the Rising Sun Hotel in South Melbourne, and even Frankie's Cafe in St Kilda West. Itchy Knee in St Kilda are keen to upgrade their upgrade their parklet, and having recently seen the proposed design they will set off what I hope becomes a bit of a Port Phillip outdoor parklet version of the space race, as they take parklet parklet dining functionality to the next level on the upper esplanade. And let's not forget the many officers from council who have worked on this parklet policy from the start and who have worked with our traders initially on the setup and guidelines during COVID and who rolled out the parklet permits with just weeks and sometimes with just a few days notice so that businesses could get up trading without hesitation post lockdowns, and who continue to work with traders traders and residents to this day on these parklets and on this policy. Our Office of Officers have been the conduit between residents and traders as teething issues were ironed out and mediated and as the parklets grew and disappeared. I say to you all, well done and thank you all because you have gotten this right.
0: That was Councillor Andrew Bond speaking at last week's council meeting. We start this week's preview of events with a healthy twist. At the Palais on Saturday is Dr. Michael Mosley. Here's the good doctor, himself explaining the night. Join me, Dr. Michael Mosley, for what could be a life-changing experience. In this brand new live theatre show, using powerful and entertaining visuals, I'll reveal the latest surprising science around weight loss, sleep, mental health, and how to achieve extraordinary leaps of performance. Also on Saturday is the Whitlam's Black Stump Band at Memo. Now this is pretty interesting. This is Tim Friedman's old country project, reconstructing the best of the Whitlam's repertoire, but with a bit of extra twang. Here's a sample. There was the stage Two red lights and a dodgy PA Planks way back then And it's
2: strange you here again Here again And I wish I'd shine you right one
0: Then on Sunday, you can make a big day of it locally. Start at the Laneway Market at Space To Be in Chapel Street from 10am to 3pm. You can browse a range of multicultural makers, designers and artists. It's pretty colourful stuff and normally fun. History buffs can then head to the cemetery for a tour and talk about the lives of Entertainers resting eternally here in St Kilda. There's a swag of sopranos, a raconteur of two, and a few theatre bots. The tour starts at 2 pm. If this music is to your taste, That's a sample of the program of cello sonatas at All Saints opposite the Asta from 3pm. It features Josephine Vane's on cello and John O'Donnell on piano, spinning some Beethoven and Brahms. Jumping back to earlier in the week, fans of Carol King are in for a treat. Fojam, that's the Festival of Jewish Arts and Music, present two nights of Carol King hits and rarities at Memo. They've assembled an ensemble of performers, including Jem Casadeli, who you'll hear performing a Carol King song. You've got a friend. When
2: you're down in trouble.
0: That was Jem Casadale who'll be appearing at the Faux Jam Carol King event Wednesday and Thursday of this week. In a similar vein, I guess, is UK to John Smith, who is playing at George Lane on Wednesday. This track will give you an idea of the vibe.
2: I know the tide is changing. Everywhere I go, feeling something like a stranger. I woke today and the world had up and left me. When I was busy sleeping off the days when things were easy. Now the rain gets in, I embrace. I can see the flood is coming and I'm soaking to the skin. Swimming out the door, Why'd you wait and fall? Gonna look out on the waves, break everything.
0: That was John Smith who will be at George Lane on Wednesday. And we promised you Goss, go to Twisk for the answers to these and other questions. Which local charity CEO is about to become honorary president of ACOS, the National Welfare Lobby Group? Which artist will be the headliner in the Jewish Museum's next flagship exhibition opening in June? How can you win a meal by taking a picture of a meal at a local restaurant? And which amazing local social housing project is in the running for a national award? And for thrills under the big top, find out how you can win a double pass to the Circus re at the Triangle later in March. All is revealed in Twisk. Go to g'daystkildit.com.au And thanks for listening.